Welcome to CMMS Radio, a podcast and general resource for all things CMMS, computerized maintenance management software, from selection to implementation to help you make better choices and have a successful CMMS journey. We'll bring in experts along the way to help us learn more about CMMS, facilities operations, and much more. If you need help with the CMMS project, send a message at cmmsradio.com using the What's On Your Mind link. Suggest a topic, share your CMMS story, or ask questions. This episode is sponsored by Upkeep, purpose-built for maintenance, reliability, and operations teams. Our mobile-first CMMS and asset operations management solution puts work orders, inventory, and asset info in the palm of your hand. Designed for ease of use and adoption, Upkeep aligns your team for peak business performance. Transform your operations. Transform your success with the multi-platform solution of Upkeep. Visit upkeep.com slash cmmsradio to receive a dedicated custom discovery session. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Today, we are joined by Haley Hopp. She is Director of Marketing at IQ Manufacturing. She's a content creator. She's Events Committee Chair for WAIAM. That's Women of Aerospace Industry Association of Michigan. And that's pretty cool stuff because aerospace and defense, lots of parts. We definitely know manufacturing's going on lots of QA and all these things. And on CMMS radio, we're interested in maintenance management and manufacturing of any kind always hits that space really, really well. Haley, welcome to CMMS radio. Hi, Greg. Nice to talk again. It's great to be here. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome having you on. You know, I, I see you're on, um, LinkedIn pretty actively. And I see some of the people that you're connected to just cool stuff, cool stuff. And, you know, what we love here on CMMS radio, well, I know I love it, and that's journey stories. So I'd like to first talk about how your journey started and how it led you to where you are right now. Sure. So are we right from the beginning? <laughs> well, you could pick any spot, but I think for me, I know going from high school into college, there were some things that kind of influenced you and brought you to where you are. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked to hear about that. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I, I got to this industry initially on accident. I tell everyone this, um, I went to community college. I was going for media and communications. So I'm really into like the photography and the graphic design and, um, some of that marketing as well. And when I was going through college, I was like, what am I going to do with this afterwards? Like, how am I going to use this degree that I went to school for and paid for to to get somewhere in life that I wanted to be. And um, when I graduated, I was just kind of looking for something different. I was working at McDonald's during college. I hated food service, absolutely hated it. I wanted to get out of it. (laughs) And um, the school that I worked at was hiring. So I was doing some clerical work after that. And when COVID shut everything down, um, schools were one of the first things to shut down. And I sat at home for, I think a month. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I am a busybody. I can't sit at home. Um, so I had some acquaintances of the industry who needed some help. It was a small, small shop, maybe four or five people. Um, there wasn't really much room for growth there, but I really liked the industry. So after about a year of being there, I switched over to IQ and I've been here almost three years. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. And so there was one part of the, that backstory that I've heard, we discussed it a little bit before, but mm-hmm. the way on one side, quote unquote, like kind of spitballing here 
on one side of the hall was where your typical coursework was happening. Mm -hmm. And then right across the hall, something else was happening that made you kind of go, hmm, I'm kind of interested in that. Can you tell us that part? Yeah. So when I first got to this industry, I knew nothing about it. Like I didn't know how certain things were made. Like there's things I touch every single day that are made in shops like the one I work in. And I didn't know this um, until I got here essentially. But as I think back um, on how I got here, I'm like, I realized that like my classes at school were in the advanced technology building. So I was in Um, there were two different parts of this building. So one side was like the advanced computer classes, like the media and the videography and photo and stuff like that. And then on the other side was like the machining and there was an ice cream machine over there. And I am a ice cream, like I I love ice cream. I'm going to get it tonight probably. And, um, I went over to this ice cream, like vending machine and I was walking through the hallway and I was like, what are they doing over here? There was like machines. There was like some, I'm. I'm actually not sure exactly if it was a laser or if it was like welding, but I saw something going on and I was like, what are they doing over here? And then I, I look back on that and I'm like, oh my God, that, that was my sign. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know if you believe in signs, but like, I was like, this is my sign. I knew at that moment that I was going to end up here at some point and I just didn't realize it until I got here. So yeah. Thank you to the ice cream for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, well, it sounds like ice cream is making the world go around. Yeah. <laughs> in a, in a way. In fact, like when I think about that, a lot of times when I'm whether I'm talking to guests, monologue, or even if I'm not on the podcast, I think about like maintenance, manufacturing, all the people in industry, yeah. frontline workforce and how that really makes the world go around. And this is a little bit of a dig, but at the same time it's just an observation where it's really weird how a lot of industry at certain levels loses visibility to that, to the the critical importance of the people on the front line, the people that are doing the work, the people that are on the plant floor, floor. And, you know, with CMMS in particular, computerized maintenance management software, all these different things that are happening, I'm thinking about like the work orders and the, the job orders and how things are being tracked with parts and all these different things to get these parts to actually exist in a quality that can be used on an airplane or some other critical piece of equipment when it comes to A and D and everything else that's around us. All we got to do is look around. So that's where it's really happening. But ice cream definitely plays, right? This is true. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what I wanted to also ask is what is your favorite thing or things about being in the manufacturing space? So I think my favorite thing that I always tell people is I like to see how a raw piece of material can turn into something that you wouldn't even imagine. We have some pretty cool parts out there on our floor and I look at like the raw piece that I'm ordering and then I see what they make and I'm like, what, how did you guys do this? Cause like, I'm not well versed on machines. I don't know what they're doing. I know what, what could go on what machine, but that's where my knowledge stops. So when I see what like they make and I see it on the table and I'm like, oh my God, this thing's cool as heck. Uh, I wish I could take pictures of it all, but some of the stuff we can't because of our security stuff. But um, it's really, really cool. And I love to see that. Um, My second favorite part about this industry is it's always changing. I always say this, but there's always room for growth. And if you work for a team that's willing to um, invest in that or help you grow, um, which I am thankful to be a part of, but um, I think it's really cool to see that you can grow. You can be this one day and the next the other, and you don't have to stay in one spot. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> that, so that makes me think about 
like this concept everybody's talking about of, of culture within the organization, within the facility, when you're on the plant floor and all these types of things. So it sounds like where you're at specifically with IQ manufacturing, that it's the right culture. You're getting not just, you know, the support you need, but there's, there's all this room to grow, but it's kind of being cultivated mm-hmm. and, and encouraged. Right. And yeah, I think, one, one of the things that we see like in the CMMS world is there's just this common struggle between, like I was talking about before, where different departments don't see the value in the others. So mm-hmm. just wanted to point that out. You're, you're describing that. I'm like, man, that sounds like a great place to be. And I know you also, you go to a lot of uh, trade conferences and industry events, right? I do. So one, one of the things I've always noticed when I'm at those events and talking to those people, you know, like yourself or otherwise, is that there's a certain mentality and almost like an excitement around manufacturing, maintenance and reliability and all these things. It's almost like, it's like a subculture. It it really is. And it's so exciting to be a part of because like I'm in the, I'm here at IQ all the time, right? So it's a little bit different. Then you get to go out and meet other people who have different roles and work at different companies, but we're all trying to push the same thing, like manufacturing in the U.S., woo! But um, I, I just really love being there and seeing that excitement, and like it's it's just exhilarating to be a part of it. I really do love it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So now I wanted to ask, what are you seeing when it comes to the skill skilled trades gap across the manufacturing industry and any ideas on how that gets fixed or improved? So I think anyone in this industry will say it. The skills gap is a huge, huge problem. Um, We've got a lot of people who have been here for years, like seasoned veterans in the industry, and they're going to, they're nearing retirement. And it's going to be an issue because we have that gap where no one's in the middle and who's going to take over? Who's going to do these jobs? So I will preach day in and day out. Send your kids to a trade school if they're not interested in college. Like it's not a bad thing to go into trades. Um, but I think one of the things we could do to help that is pushing it at a young age. When I was in high school, that was not introduced to me at all. Um, and then another thing is like the people that are here encourage those young people. I can't tell you how many people on LinkedIn will complain about how like their their apprentices aren't learning quick enough. And it's like you have you we don't have the same training that we did like. 30, 40 years ago, we need to give them that time and give them our attention and be patient with them. Um, And I've noticed a lot of people aren't doing that. They're quick to give up on it. So I think that's an area we need to be a little bit better in. I like that because you're, what I mean by when I say I like that is it's an excellent observation in how it's almost like we're moving too fast and we want all that instant gratification. We've got all these great tools and the internet and all this blah, blah, blah. But the problem that that causes is we lose the development or the interest in these areas of work and life mm-hmm. too early. And then it's almost like that window closes way quicker than it ever did before. So I think when you talk about like being in high school or even junior high, mm-hmm. we just don't see that as often as we used to. So for example, with me, when I was in junior high, I mean, there were Votech classes, things like that. And especially in high school, like I remember going to high school and I was like, oh man, yes, I can take wood shop. I could take metal shop. You could never get into metal shop. It was that thing filled up so quick. It was ridiculous. And 
you just, you learn these things about the real world, right? Things that you can touch and feel. And you're talking about raw materials. How do they turn into this? And it was so interesting. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see that anymore. Uh, Auto shop, you know, like something like that, where you can learn auto mechanics or maybe even body work, Mm -hmm. different things like this. It's so rare to see it at a high school now. And I think that is one way that we could improve things is just bringing that stuff back. And then everybody else, like within communities, maybe they can talk about stuff. I think we all just have to keep not only thinking about it, not only talking about it, but put some of these things, like you said, into action. So now uh, I kind of want to switch it up. So the thing I've been most excited to talk to you about today is within the last week, you went to what I think is an incredibly special event that, God, I wish I could have been there. So (laughs) what did you do last Friday and this most recent Sunday? I went to the Metallica concert. (laughs) Yeah. First time, first time. (laughs) Nice, nice. So um, you were at the concert, and this was in Detroit, right? Yes, yep, at Ford Field. So, um, and that's awesome too, because there's all this stuff going on with like this, there's this big push and resurgence of what's going on with Ford and they're like, you're seeing commercials on TV and all that. I I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. But Metallica, I mean, you can't, one of my, one of my things that I like to do towards the end of episodes is talk about what is your favorite music? And we talked about some of that stuff previously. So I'm skipping that fun question. And I just (laughs) want to hear about the concert because I'm thinking about it. Metallica is awesome. I don't care what anybody says. Just Metallica is awesome. The 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 way they still perform. What was your favorite part of the concert on Friday? And then what was your favorite part of the concert on Sunday? Oof. That is such a hard question because honestly, it was so amazing. Like I've been to many concerts and I think this one just topped it all. Like yeah. I was so close. I was right. I, I like got four guitar picks. Like that's, that's how close I was. Like, <laughs> um, it was amazing. And like, I'm young, part of the younger generation. So people always judge me. They're like, you listen to this type of music. And I'm like, yeah, this is the music. Like they don't make music like this anymore. What are you talking about? But if you don't like Metallica, you are just missing out. And if you're in this industry, you're also missing out because Metallica has a foundation called all within my hands foundation. If I'm saying that right. And it's pushing trades. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you did a post on that recently. Yeah, I shared their most recent post. That That is really cool. I think I also noticed uh, there was a post I was going to ask you about. You did a post uh, that was this week. I think it was two days ago. I'm slacking about, this week, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also part of the fun question list where somebody recently asked you what your thoughts and perspective is on work-life balance and whether it can even be achieved it was you yeah so what 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 was that all about and what is your perspective when it comes to that whether whether we're in your world of manufacturing or we're talking about how do we fit in our metallica concert because i personally think that's critically important to the well-being oh. of mm-hmm. individuals <laughs> yes Um, Yeah, when you asked me that, you asked me, like, how do I handle work-life balance? And I was like, I don't. I'm literally the worst person to, like, ask that question. It's it's hard. Um, 
trying to be a full-time employee and then I also have a side business on the side and then trying to have like that social life and be with friends and family it's hard but um I told someone the other day that I live I like I thrive in chaos <laughs> so um I don't know if that's just me trying to like justify all the craziness going on in life but um I think it is important to take time for yourself when you can um, we've got business owners all over the place who don't even have a second to take for themselves because they're running companies. Um, and I think being kind of at the forefront of IQ, I wouldn't say forefront, but I'm higher, a little bit higher up and I work with our CEO and COO a lot. I realize that um, they don't get to just turn it off like we do. Um, and I think that that work-life balance is important, but it's also important to know that they have a lot going on as well. Um, and I feel that. I feel that a lot. So that's why that post was there. I was just like, it was a crazy weekend. I had the Metallica concert, then my cousin's wedding, then the Metallica concert again. Then I'm back at work and it's just, there's no time off in between. And sometimes that's okay. And other times I'm like, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. that What I hear there, and this is, you know, just me thinking out loud. I don't know if I'm right or if I'm wrong, but like you, you have a lot of self-awareness about the fact that, that these are things that are just there. And you have to find ways forward. You try not mm -hmm. to get bogged down. And it almost sounds like you're kind of up for that juggling act, so to speak. Yep. And you, you're, you're kind of into it. It is what it is. And I'm going to get through it. Whereas other people might run into burnout and all that. But see, I think going to the Metallica concert, even though you had to mix in the wedding over the same weekend and it was busy and run, 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 run and all that. Mm -hmm. There were lots of moments of fun, lots of moments of kind of, being able to think i know for me and everybody's like why does greg keep talking about metallica because if you consume metallica's music aside from knowing their story the backstory and all those cool things there's some pretty powerful stuff in there not just in the music itself but in the lyrics and all that mm -hmm. and um man, just the fact that they're involved in anything that promotes and pushes the skilled trades yeah i think that's that's amazing and you know, a lot of people might say, well, what does this all have to do with CMMS? Well, if you're at a Metallica concert and whether there's other bands or anything like that, there was probably a CMMS platform being used to set up the work order for the stage build out. Mm -hmm. Or maybe in the previous two days, they did some specific type of preventive maintenance on the equipment they used to produce this great show, right? Tuning guitars, all this and that. So that's kind of cool. Now, one other question I have on the fun question list is, favorite sport or hobby and it could be like a sport that you just watch it doesn't have to be one that you play but what is your favorite sport and or hobby um i would say right now which this if you asked me two years ago this answer wouldn't be the same but i'm really loving football mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> i love football um i wouldn't say i'm a lions fan if you were gonna ask that <laughs> they have been um kind of disappointing in the past. Now I won't say this year isn't good, but um, I really do enjoy watching football. Now there's a lot that, you know, goes into it, like these plays or like the terms and stuff, but I like sitting on the couch and just watching it. It's, it's more exciting than like baseball and sorry to baseball fans, but I can't watch it on TV anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what about in person? In person? I can, I can go in person. In person. It's fun. Yeah. It's very, yeah, that's it's, that are always fun in person. It's very different depending on, on how into it, you are and yes. like in baseball there's a process in football there's a process but football yeah. is loaded with action oh all so, the time. yeah it's it's good stuff and yes. you know i'm i like football too i don't know if it's my favorite sport but it is this time of year yep <laughs> there you go 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah, heading into, uh, I don't know when this episode will drop, but this one's ahead of our Thanksgiving holiday for 2023. So, you know, hope everybody gets to watch their football and root for their teams. I hope you win as long as you're not playing my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, you know, a quick episode for people to get to know who you are, what it's like working at IQ Manufacturing. You've talked about, you know, the things that you like about the industry. I think it's a very interesting journey story. And I think the things you're doing when I see you posting out there on LinkedIn are great. Uh, is that the best way if somebody wanted to connect with you to learn more about what's happening at IQ Manufacturing? Or maybe they need to reach out and actually start working with you. Would they just find you on LinkedIn or is there an alternate method you'd prefer they use to reach out? Yeah, you can uh, find me on LinkedIn. Our company page will bring you to a list of the employees that are also on LinkedIn if I'm not the person you want to talk to. Um, but at the bottom of all my posts, I have my email, I have our website, I have many forms of ways of contacting us. So LinkedIn's probably the best way if you want to find me somewhere or another. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, as we're heading into the holiday, uh, again, don't know when I'll drop this. It's probably going to be a few weeks, but you know, we'll keep this one short. It's Friday and you need to uh, get about your weekend and start remembering your great experience with Metallica. Heck yeah. Oh, well, I've been watching it. the videos all week, so. <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. Haley, I'm so stoked that you were able to join me today and we finally got to record this episode and maybe we'll do it again in the future, but really appreciate you. And I hope that we can do it again someday. Absolutely. I appreciate you as well. Happy to be on. And anytime you need me on here, I'll be on. <laughs> All right. Throw the horns. Yeah. <laughs> Did you find this episode helpful? Please send us some feedback, suggest a topic, or ask a question. Reach out to CMMS Radio if you need a co-pilot on your CMMS project. Visit cmmsradio.com and use the What's On Your Mind link. Thank you for tuning in to CMMS Radio, your resource for all things CMMS from selection to implementation to help you make better choices, learn from industry experts, and have a successful CMMS journey.